Good morning, loves. Welcome to the Wedding Masterclass Podcast, the show where hosts Maggie and Jackson give you wedding planning advice and interview the best of the best to help you plan the wedding of your dreams. Now to your host, Maggie and Jackson, for a raw, unfiltered conversation. We've covered everything A through Z, but we forgot E. E is for entertainment, and today we have Josh with us from the Event Factor. How are you doing today, Josh? Doing well. Thank you for having me. Cool thing. Josh and um, Maggie actually worked together in the past, and Maggie did Josh's wedding 11 years ago. Yep, that's correct. So do you still remember that day? I actually do very well. (laughs) Who was your DJ? Um, My DJ was, his name is Alex. He goes by the name of DJ Explode, actually DJ Xander now. Um, he's still doing big things in the club scene. Okay. Works with us from time to time, but he's more of a club DJ now. So he has focused mainly on that. Do you remember your reception? Was it like... It was awesome. It was good? Yeah. Of course it was good. Hello? <laughs> the, the funny thing is, is that I, I remember the food because I actually ate. And you always hear about brides and grooms. They never get a chance to eat. And yeah, it is. my food was amazing. That's true. Thank you, thank you. Yes. It so, was definitely really good. Mag, we talked a lot about entertainment. And entertainment is a big part of the reception. It's a big part of the after party. It's a big part of the ceremony. Yes. And um, we also talked about planning and, and all these other topics like couples therapy. But why do you think entertainment is like a staple? Well, I think, I think that it's what people take away. You may not remember exactly how beautiful the centerpiece was or, you know, the type of linen or even possibly what you ate, but you're going to remember if you had a good time. Right. And the one thing I can tell you after working with Josh for about 15 years now is that all of our clients always say, wow, our guests had an amazing time. I'm happy you said that. And, and they really get people on the dance floor and it's not in a cheesy way. Because, you know, sometimes you have DJs that they're like used car salesmen. And, ah, yeah, no. <laughs> That's not what we want. We want a very elegant affair, but not stuffy. It has to be fun. It has to be interactive. And and the nice thing about them is that they don't just do the DJ. So if you want robots with, like, I don't know, dry ice or coming out of, they can do that for right. you. Um, they're excellent at lighting. I think sometimes... Our couples don't realize that walking into a room with the right light is paramount to selling, to kind of setting the theme for the night. So again, the florals are beautiful and they're decorative and they make a statement, but I really feel like nothing makes a statement like the lighting. So they also do that and they're very talented at it. It just all around makes my life a lot easier and my work a lot easier because um, I know that I can just hand it over to them and I don't have to worry. I have a friend who's a lighting designer. And one thing I learned from him was similar to what you said, lights, it, it makes you feel special. It makes you feel like a star, like it's your own concert. How do you feel about implementing lights and sound and making that a happy marriage? Yeah, that's a great question. A lot of people do not realize how important lighting is. And how important good lighting is. There's a lot of people that like to take shortcuts. And I always will present to them the full picture. When we present something that might have 20, 30, 40 lighting fixtures. And they say, 
oh, why do we need so many? And I say, think about your pictures. When you're hiring a wedding photographer, you're going to spend a lot of money and you're going to have your first dances. Imagine that entire room is lit nicely, but there's two or three spots where there's no lights. How is that going to look in your memories when you go back and you see it? You're like, why is that dark? So a lot of people don't realize you have to fill the room completely. You want to create that ambiance. You have to pick the right colors. Um, I feel like sometimes the purples and the blues and the pinks are a thing of the past. We like to focus now on champagne colors, rosé colors, Mm. blush colors, stuff that really will bring out the beauty of the wedding without being too over the top. And it blends with the bride's white dress with any type of linens or decor or anything that you might have. And then in our setups, we always like to have a combination of different lights, not just up lights. Up lights are great for the perimeter of the room. However, what happens to the ceiling? What happens to the architecture? What happens to the dance floor? You have to have a combination of different lights to be able to complete that full spectrum to make the room look amazing. And when you have that full spectrum, you're able to control that with a lighting technician, a lighting designer who understands, you know, the way the event's going to happen. When everybody walks in, you're going to have an ambiance set. One color in the room is going to look beautiful. Maybe have some soft patterns circling the dance floor just to add another dimension, another like wow factor. Right. Then when we introduce the bride and groom, we are able to use those lights to spotlight them for the first dances. Something where it's not blaring, but it's nice and soft. And you do photos, so you know the more light you have, the better when you have this angel glow around them. Especially in a low-light situation like a reception or a barroom. 100%. Right. So you have that glow, and it's going to remain beautiful throughout the entire reception. Now, once the dancing starts and it's party time, we have full control over the room. The DJ is going to take you on this musical journey play all different types of music that you guys are looking for, energizing the crowd, but now you have the lighting designer who's going to give you the visual effect to go along with the music. And that stuff goes hand in hand. And a lot of times people, they kind of look past that because there's a lot that goes into it. But when you look at the pictures and you go back and you watch your video, you're like, wow, I'm glad I did that. Do you think you think about the 3D view of lighting and sound and first impression? because you got married and you had to go through that process or did you learn this through working with couples i I think it was more of a understanding events understanding the wow factor and really i'm in this business because i love it this business is stressful it will drive me nuts we give up our weekends with our families to be at your event our holidays (laughs) our weekends i've missed parents' birthdays, I've missed kids' birthdays because you book yourself for events because that's what we do. So I, I think my my love for the business, my love for events, my love for lighting, my love for entertainment has really drawn me to see the bigger picture. And also, it's not just a matter of, oh, let's sell this client a bunch of stuff. No, I'm going to show you pictures and I'm going to explain to you why you're going to want to have these things. So when you look back at your memories and you're looking back at your album or your video and you're remembering that night, it's going to look just as as amazing as you remember it to be because we did things right. I'm really happy you said that. Maggie mentioned something in the last episode 
about the guests that we have on. People that really care about what they do. Right. Thank you for joining us today on the Wedding Masterclass Podcast. And now a message from our sponsors. We get it. Planning a wedding is expensive. And you shouldn't have to spend a fortune to plan your beautiful wedding. Wedding Masterclass is an online planning portal designed for the couple looking to have an affordable celebration. Master your wedding with our instructors, whether it be in finding the right venue, picking your flowers, selecting your caterer, and much more. With the Wedding Masterclass, we are helping couples act on their dreams so they can look back and say, our wedding was a dream come true. time we we give thought to who we're going to ask to be on it's it's people that are truly passionate about what they do because again as a planner and mainly as a caterer I've given up weekends and I've given up through the years a lot of things because you're passionate about it and you understand the importance behind what you're doing you are laying the groundwork for a memory that's going to last in a family generation of imagine when they have grandkids and they sit back and they're like grandma grandma can we see your wedding video can we see your album yeah. you know this is something that that is a forever thing <laughs> so it's everybody i think that that i work with has the same passion because if they didn't i don't think i'd be able to work with them and i will tell you um at first it was hard for me to conceptualize the whole lighting and as a woman, obviously, I'm into flowers because women love flowers. That's so pretty. It's so nice. Oh, my God. But, and I walked into a room one time that they did the lighting and the client went a little bit above and beyond and, and really listened and did like full lighting. And I started learning the difference between mood lighting and up lighting and the patterns on the wall. Imagine all of a sudden you could save money by finding a venue that maybe is plain Jane. And you can make it your own just by putting a pattern on the wall in a, in a certain light. So you're flooding the room with, with the color that you want without putting a layer of paint or a coat of paint on the wall. So I think that sometimes some of our clients may think, oh my God, it's too expensive. I can't. But if you think about the value that you're getting by spending that extra money and maybe taking it away from something else, starting with maybe finding a venue that's more affordable, but you're afraid of it. Like even, um, actually the venue where you got married, mm -hmm. one of the things is that big outdoor wall that mm -hmm. they have. It's a great wall to project whatever we've done. I remember we did a birthday party. Studio. I don't know if you remember the Studio 54 party yeah. that we set up in the middle, like the stage with a disco ball. Yeah, we did a whole structure. That was, was crazy. And then on the outside, so for those of you that are familiar with the movie, they had a, a, a moon and a, and a spoon, I think it was, mm -hmm. or something that's very characteristic of the movie. So they actually took that and they created it into a gobo mm -hmm. and they projected it so onto the, at, whole, onto the, the building. whole building outside. That was the coolest thing. And then in one of the rooms, we were showing, they were projecting the movie. And then on the other room, we had Studio 54 live and in person mm -hmm. with the trusses and the, the disco, disco balls, balls, the lighting. It was amazing. It truly, we had dancers. It truly was a great party. But the client understood that 
that's what it needed to make it happen. And, right. and the venue is a plain Jane venue. It's like an art gallery. It's all white walls, dark floor, and gray outside. So for them, it's great because they can come in and really just customize it and turn it into what you want it to be. So I, I do. I, I feel that their talent shines through in everything they do and um, that their passion for what they do also shows through that. And um, I know we got right into it, but if we could just rewind for a second, how did you even get into DJing? You said you started at, what, 6, 11? 11 or 12 years old. Okay. Um, man, how did I get started? I, I used to make mixtapes from tape recordings that I would take from the radio, and then I would take two separate tapes, pause, play, pause, play, pause, play, the and I would days. make my own mixes. <laughs> and then... Probably around 12 years old, I got my first turntable, like at a garage sale, and I got a mixer at Radio Shock. And I would mess around with that stuff. And when I turned 13, I had my bar mitzvah. I think I got about $5,000 in cash gifts. And I convinced my mom to let me spend it all on actual professional DJ equipment. And she let me. So from that point forward, I got my first set of Techniques 1200s, a real DJ mixer, a crazy sound system, and I started buying, I had already been buying records, but I got into record pools, and I would go to the record store every week, I was DJing house parties, DJing stuff in my school, when I went to high school, I was DJing all the pep rallies, all of that stuff, all the house parties, Good afternoon, my name is Josh Rubin with Event Factor Production Company, General Sales Manager and DJ and Sound Extraordinaire. Right now you're listening to the Wedding Masterclass Podcast with my friends Maggie and Jackson. and lounges and that type of stuff. I even had my own radio show for a while. And I want to say 2001, maybe, 2002, the owner of Event Factor, who's my best friend, business partner, I told him there's a company that wants me to come work for them to do, to DJ weddings. And he's like, no, 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 don't do that. He's like, come work with me. Let's, we'll do it together. And I went and... Never, never, never looked history. back, the rest is history. So, but during that time, I also did audio because I was doing production for some people. So we would do live concerts where I would DJ and people would perform. I would make beats for some guys and they would perform. So I always had like mixers and microphones and, and that type of stuff. And once I got more involved, I started to learn about lighting and doing bigger stuff from corporate to weddings. And I mean, it's just been a rocket ship into outer space to the things that we've learned over the past 15 years. It's, it's incredible. So the one thing I did want to mention too is that they don't just focus on weddings. They do large-scale corporate events. They do concerts. So they're like so multifaceted because not only do they know about... <clears throat> so DJing, let me take a step back. DJing a wedding is not the same thing as DJing at a club or DJing. It's like when we talk about photography. Yeah. A wedding photographer is not the same thing as a fashion photographer because ca catering in restaurants, not the same thing. 
And that's an education that I think is, is constantly something we need to give our, our couples and, and explain the differences. Right. Because you have to know weddings in order to make the wedding a success. You're getting 100 people or more from different backgrounds, different age groups, to engage on a dance floor. Getting that accomplished is no easy task. Well, let me just interject there because it's not only getting them on the dance floor. You're, you are the person flying the plane. So you're working with a photographer. You're working with a videographer to make sure they need to be when they need to be there. Because sometimes a planner will run up and say, hey, it's time for the best man to make the toast. And you'll be like, okay. And you'll look around and photographer and videographer are nowhere in sight. And you have to... Okay, obviously she didn't realize that. Right. I need to now find the photographer and the videographer. So you're working with the photographer, the videographer, the planner. You got to deal with the mother of the bride, the father of the bride, the drunk uncle, <laughs> the bride herself, the groom, and everyone else to make sure that you're in control of this whole situation, right? Making sure everybody's happy, everybody's where they need to be. Because even though there's a, a planner, sometimes the planner's doing a million different things, Right. And you're the eyes. And the planner is one person. Exactly. And you're the person that, you're at the booth. So you're the one person that, I lost my phone, can you make an announcement? Um, <laughs> you know, everything. There's a car that needs to be moved. Yeah. There's yeah. A, so, so everyone sees you. You're the point person. 100%. So I, I also tell our clients, when you're looking for a wedding photographer, make sure that even, even more so that you even like their photography, is that you like their personality. Yeah, you're with because them all day. when you're getting ready, which is when your highest, highest mark of stress is going on, you have this person next to you who's going to be saying, okay, move here, <laughs> go there, fix this. You're going to be like, just get away from me. If it's not someone who you actually feel comfortable with. 100%. So, and I think that that baton kind of gets turned over to the DJ right. once the ceremony starts. Because now... You're coordinating the ceremony. Now you're the person who, okay, are we ready? Who's going to walk down the aisle first? And then when you're doing, like to me, one of the most stressful points is when we're doing introductions. Because I've seen where parents were going to be introduced, but now they're not going to be introduced. And there's, you know, in today's world, there's a lot of mixed families. Master your wedding with our instructors, whether it be in finding the right venue, picking your flowers, selecting your caterer, and much more. Made possible with professional, authentic, intentional advice for today's budget-conscious couple. Membership includes access to an incredible catalog of 60-plus video lessons taught by our vetted wedding experts. Follow us on Instagram, at Wedding Masterclass Podcast. Visit us at www.masterclasswed.com. Browse our courses, along with customized services like a wedding blueprint, giving you all the tools you need to plan your wedding. We also offer an on-demand wedding planner subscription plan. Text a wedding planner on demand and ask your questions when they pop into your mind.